Hi, this is Diane Peters from jcharvestinvestments.com. How are you doing today? I'm glad you could join us today. The sun is out in, in New England, and I'm looking out on my patio, and there are some beautiful flowers that are blooming. But mind you, it's not because of me. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I cannot grow flowers. I love them. Uh, my husband's been taking care of them, so I'm just, uh, I just like to look at them. Anyway, today I want to talk about encouragement. And, uh, you know, I know some people and have been myself in the past depressed at different points in my life. And I know it's, it's, it's really tough. Now, some people, you know, around people, they just say, oh, you know, just think happy thoughts, just whatever. But there are actually uh, cases of depression where it's a chemical imbalance. But I haven't had that experience. Mine has basically been, you know, a situation might happen. For me, it's mostly been grief. When I've lost someone I loved, either, and, and even if I lost someone, something, you know, I lost a job or something like that. I go through little periods of down or when I'm going through a change. I'm not so depressed. I'm just, like, not knowing what's going to happen. For me, what works for me is reading God's Word. I told you before, that works for me. It just puts me in a whole different space. So one of my favorite scriptures to go to, and I apologize, I'm going to read it to you, is Philippians 4, 8. It says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there be any moral excellence, and if there is any praise, Dwell on these things. Now I go into nine because nine finishes it off for me. Do what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. Now mind you, that is a scripture for me. When I meditate on that and think about it, you know, I just I just think about do whatever is honorable, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely. You know, when I start concentrating and and meditating on those words and thinking about it and just allowing myself to just say, you know, it's the bad moment, but here, let me think about something lovely. I told you yesterday, my, my happy place is watching little babies. I'm so happy for the internet these days because of places like YouTube and Facebook, you can find some very cute videos of babies. But anyway, I know there are times when you just need to be encouraged. You need to be lifted up. You need to feel like somebody cares for you. Now, I, I was blessed with two parents who loved me unconditionally. You know, they loved me so much that when I was going through bad times, they always lift me up. And they loved me so much that whenever I was acting out, and mind you, I'm a reformed diva. They still tell me I'm one, but anyway, they would discipline me and discipline me tough. And I can tell you right now, I had the utmost respect for my parents. I would do anything, I would have done anything for them. In fact, when both of them were, were sick, my sisters and I all took turns caring for them because they cared for us so deeply. And there was very strict disciplinary, you know, for my sisters and my brothers and myself. You know, they were very strict about certain things. But the one thing we always felt was love. So I can at least tell you, I can go back to that, what I am feeling. But I wonder about people who've never had that. And I can't speak on that. But I do know one thing. That if I dwell in my sadness, my experiences, and I know you've heard me talk about my accidents. Mainly, I've been talking about it recently. Because after so many years, I'm coming to the realization 
that, yeah, um, I was injured back then in 1987. I really was, you know. It's taken me that long. I call that denial, you know. But I'm recognizing now, at this point, I'm, I'm an older person that had a, a, a traumatic injury, and I cannot exercise the way I want. Now, mind you, believe it or not, that was a little sad for me because I really believed that if you thought it, you could do it. But my body says, no, I don't want any more injuries. As much as I love my physical therapist, I don't want to keep visiting it. And I just think now at this point in my life, the reality is this, you've got to change. So I can't talk about anyone else as far as needing encouragement. But for myself, it's a reality check. Let's be honest, Diane. And for me, digging into the Word and meditating in the Word helps me to, to be honest. You know, because let's face it, you know, my favorite line, you know, from the Bible is oh, you're looking at the speck in somebody else's eye when you have a board in your own. I just feel like whenever you're looking at other people, their experiences, whatever, what you think their life is like, that to me could be very discouraging. So I try not to do that. And when I hear somebody muddling over their sad stories about whatever, I don't want to do that either because you know what? That's going to bring me down. I hear your stories. I'll cry. I'll pray for you. But I don't want anybody to stay in their sadness. I don't want anybody to stay in their past. You know, because if you keep talking about what happened to you all the time, let's face it, you can't move forward. You know, I gave you that example before of like driving a car. You know, you wonder why the windshield is so big and the rearview mirror is so small. Because you can't go forward if you're looking in that rearview mirror. It's the same idea with life. You have to look in the windshield in order to move forward. That's the way it is, you know. Nobody in this world is exempt from the troubles of this world. We live in a fallen world. Bad things are going to happen, and bad things are going to happen to even good people. But again, my definition of good, it might be different from yours, because my definition of good is God. He's the absolute. I'm a human being who's trying to do the best I can with what I have at this point. And I thank you that I have a God that forgives me, loves me unconditionally. And I look for that and try and more importantly, share that with other people. You know, like I said, historically used to be a time when somebody would do something to me. I'd hold that against them. That can be depressing for me. That can be, uh, bring me down. So what I've learned to do is something happens, deal with it, disagreement, whatever, leave it behind. Now, the one thing I've lear- I'm still learning to do is when I get to that point, is try and get within myself, think about where this point is coming from. Where, where is the sadness coming from? What am I really sad about? Now, I'm famous for just saying, ah, just forget it, just keep moving. That's not always good either, because what I was doing was stuffing down. And so there were, there were per, uh, points in my life where um, that, that discouragement was coming out or ugliness was coming out of behavior that wasn't, you know, uplifting. It wasn't honorable. <laughs> so I've learned now that, no, you have to talk it out. Historically, I also did a lot of journaling. But now, even these talks that I do on my podcast are kind of like journaling. Because I'm not giving these messages out so much. It might help you. Great. But I know what has helped me, and I just like to share it. But you're also helping me in my life journey. Because as I communicate it and get it out, 
I find that I'm moving on. That's encouragement to me. And maybe it is helping someone else. Now, another thing I like to share is on Facebook and and on Instagram. I also have personal that now I've just decided that, hey, I just want to be, you know, lift out, give out positive messages, prayers, inspirational statements, whatever, because you never know who else is out there going through the same things. You know, like I told you, my little Izzy, who is facing a battle that at 12 years old, I commend her for and have the utmost respect and pay for her, pray for her and her parents. And her mother, Gina, just sent a fantastic link that I read. And it basically had to do with uh, someone asking God, why me? It's a very good piece. And um, I can just say thank you, Gina, for sharing that. And imagine at 12 years old, this young girl is facing something that is so tra- traumatizing. And it's, and which for me, it's so close to me. You know, I, you read stories stories about situations, circumstances, but when you see something like this, I see a woman, a young woman who is battling with something that is putting the character in her that most of us don't get until we're a lot older. So my prayer every day is for Izzy. You just keep pushing forward. I'm praying for you. I love you. I love your mom and your dad and your sister. I just, I just lift you up in prayer every day. But I can tell you right now, Every last one of us are having things in our lives that are building our character. And when you think about the situations that happen to us, if we use them for good, in other words, obviously this had to happen for some reason. What I try to do is find out why. And that takes my time alone with God for me. And it takes my time alone just thinking about, okay, what can I do differently so this this doesn't continue in my life, you know? But everybody's level of of encouragement is different. So I don't try and tell everyone to mirror what I did. What I say to everybody, become authentic, become real, be, find out who you really are. Because to me, I know for myself, when I suppressed who I really was, I started asking myself after I was no longer in the corporate world, who am I? All those years, 30-something, 40 years, I, I was corporate, Miss Corporate America. I had, a, I had a title. I had a business card. Um, then I realized that's really who I thought I was. So obviously when I broke away from that, that period of my life was depressing. And it, it, it caused me a little bit to just like shrink back and second-guess myself on my identity. But then I got closer to God and I realized my identity is in Christ. It's not so much in the th- outer things that are happening. So I started valuing myself and looking at myself a lot differently, you know? And at some point, like I said, though, historically there was this person who, I guess people thought I thought I was better than anybody else. I never really had that thought pattern in my head. I just thought I was superwoman. <laughs> I thought there was nothing I couldn't do. And if you got in my way, I was gonna roll over you. Not always nicely. But I just said, you're, you're in my way now. You're hindering me from moving forward. I don't need you in my life. And I, I, I honestly did that with people in business and whatever. I was always kind to my clients because, you know, well, you know, these are people who need a service that I'm providing, a product. Or, you know, they're trying to make their lives better, and I have something that can help them with it. That's how I think when I always thought about business and my clients. And I still feel that way today. But personally... You know, I just had to really start bringing myself back and think, you know, if I love people unconditionally, that's going to make them feel encouraged too. 
You know, and like my daughter and I, we had disagreements. We have disagreements a lot, but guess what we say? We agree to disagree. She's not wrong. I'm not right. Our opinions are just that. There's no measure of right and wrong except for the laws of God. And that, for me, is, is, is absolute. So anything that God says in his word, for me, is absolute. My opinion, it's not absolute. My opinions have changed. I have gone from disliking something to liking it. So how in the world could that be absolute? It's not. And how can it be a matter of right and wrong? Let's face it. It's wrong to steal from people. It's just wrong. And that is biblical, okay? But is it wrong to dislike think that orange doesn't look as orange to me? <laughs> no, you know, there's not. So I've learned to let those emotions go. And I, if I am discussing something politically, it annoys me that people are thinking that I'm trying to convince them. That's not. I'm just standing my ground on what I believe, and you're welcome to do the same. Like I tell you on Twitter, I get very political. So I have people who come at me and say, ask me questions and want to debate. Listen, we don't have the debate. If you're happy with you, who you are, be you. I'm going to be me because it's not my job to convince you to be like me. I'm not God, okay? But I'm very happy where I am. So I don't bother to respond to, or honestly, I block people because there's no sense in us having a disagreement. We're not going to agree. So you do you. One guy asked me today, what what do you mean you do you? Well, I told him back again, you do you and I'll do me. And now we agree to disagree by because I I don't want to debate with you, you know? And if you're so happy with where you are, be happy. That's all I say. So encouragement means be authentic to me anyway and be who you are, not what somebody else thinks you should be and not what you think somebody else should think you should be. Because with that, once I found that I start digging and finding out what do I really like to do and what do I really like to be and am I happy where I am, guess what? I didn't feel so discouraged anymore. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about people who actually have been diagnosed depressed. That's not this. this I never was diagnosed with that. I'm talking about the down times in my life, what I could do to make them better, okay, and how I could. And once again, for me, it's meditating on the Word of God day and night. It's saying prayers for people who I love and want to help. And it's helping people, even if we disagree. Hey, you know what? I love talking to you guys. I'm really enjoying this. You are helping me, okay, by allowing me to give this all out. So my encouraging words to you today is, I'm going to say it again, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, Whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any, any moral excellence and if there's any praise, dwell on those things. Listen, thank you so much for listening to me today. This is Diane Peters from J.C. Harvest Investments. Oh, and that quote was from the Bible, Philippians 4.8. Thanks a lot. Make it a great day.